Christina and Lydia and you're listening to Retweet and this week's topic we're going to be talking about the pressures of being a first-gen um, student and just like person in your household um, and then the pressure that come along with trying to meet your parents expectations as well as balancing your own happiness and today we have a really special guest one of our very first like strong supporters of the podcast the yes we have Mooj. hello everybody my name is Mushabu and I'm happy to be here. The yes. correct pronunciation. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not problematic. I just don't <laughs> want to mess it up on the mic. No, it's all um, good. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. With, Honestly, we're going to go with Moosh. We're yeah. going to go for the Moosh for the podcast. <laughs> for the episode. Yeah. For the episode. Yeah. Moosh mm-hmm. um, has a drawing page, so we're going to link it. Oh. Um, and yeah. we actually, we reposted one of your pieces like on our mm-hmm. feed. So if you saw that, that was him. Mm-hmm. Um, make sure to follow him. And super super yeah. talented like a lot of abstract digital art which i think is very different because i think a lot of people have digital mediums of like making illustrations but they're almost like more paper cut like cookie cutter mm, and like specific yeah. shapes but i feel like yours is very like loopy which i like yeah yeah so i do all of it on my little trackpad on my back and uh you know oh wow it's uh that's how I do it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, these no, yeah. You know. yeah, you already know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, how do we want to start? So I think we should all go around and just clarify, um, like ethnicity, yeah, our ethnicities, and so people know like what our background is. So I'm Eritrean. Oh, I'm Pakistani, and I'm Ethiopian. <laughs> so obviously, me and Dina come from a pretty similar, similar background. Yeah, East Africa. Um, but Moosh is completely different. Yep, I'm coming straight from Asia, like just <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Um, so. If you guys want to start, or I can talk about my experiences. No, you're the guest. You, I, yeah. Oh, we are interviewing you, Mike. Oh, <laughs> you gotta okay. go off. Alrighty, alrighty. Yeah. So, um, I'm a Pakistani-Canadian. I was born in Canada. I've moved a ton of places. I've lived a lot of uh, different, diverse areas. I've lived in the Deep South. I've lived in New York. I've lived in oh. London. I've lived in Oklahoma. Like, it's quite a wide range of, like, places and stuff, and, uh... The one thing that stayed constant through that entire time was my parents' expectations of me. Mm-hmm. So whether it be like, oh, you must always attend school. You must always perform your best. You must always do these things. And coming from somebody who, like, hasn't always had the most luxurious childhood, mm-hmm. you kind of feel, like, the pressure either being instilled upon you or you start thinking about it yourself. You mm-hmm. think, like, hey, I'm putting myself in this opportunity. Like, I'm doing well in school. I'm going to go to university. I'm going to save the rest of the family, Mm -hmm. you know? And that's something that I've definitely, like, sorry, that's something I've definitely had to, like, come to terms with as Mm -hmm. I've grown up that, like, while that is a very important aspect of your life, you can't always do that while juggling your own happiness as well. Yeah. I think it's something that definitely, like, the majority of first-gen people that I've talked to can agree with. Of course, And I think it's one thing that bonds us all, like, across, um, no matter, like, what country your parents immigrated from. Um, I think I definitely feel that, too. And a lot of the decisions that I make, I'll sometimes ask myself, like, what do I actually want? Like, I really had an existential crisis the other day, and I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, especially, like, coming out of um, just graduating, I was like, did I just get a degree for myself? Did I get it for my parents? Did I like, what do I actually want to do? What do I like? What makes me happy? And that was when I was just like, wow, like this is actually a real like big thing that a lot of people struggle with. And a lot of people will go through an entire, like I just did in four years, but 
a lot of people will go through an entire career or an entire like whatever like entire schooling process to please their parents and to make the sacrifices that their parents made kind of like pay them back in a way mm-hmm. and i just i don't know like it's so hard it's such a hard thing to balance trying to make someone else happy which obviously your parents but like also trying to balance your own happiness and like what are you going to prioritize Mm -hmm. yeah and it's also hard because the combination of just going to get your ba Mm -hmm. seems almost very simple especially i think to my parents i could be wrong but i think my parents genuinely believe that like getting a ba in whatever like program they wish I could have taken whether it be like biology or any like sort of like doctor lawyer etc type yeah, of thing yeah. it's kind of easy and I just decided that I'm like a little bit more selfish and decided to do sociology or an arts program mm-hmm. so which is really challenging because not only is that kind of a fluke because if you try to do science or any program that you're not like suited for it's really really hard doing mm-hmm. university by itself is so hard it's ridiculous mm-hmm. especially for people who aren't that good at school like yeah. i know for me i've expressed i think in the podcast before that i'm planning on doing kind of like the full ride like trying to become a social prof mm-hmm. but admittedly like it's really hard for me to get good grades like i work really really hard to get pretty whatever grades like i go to office hours i've paid tutors and everything um and to my parents it's like so but why aren't you doing better like i don't get it like this person's kid is doing better like it's just so to them, it's just like it comes easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when you're living in it and you're trying to push yourself so, so hard, it can get really, really draining. Oh, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, when you go through any of the programs that we have here at Western, it's like, there's, like, people like to say, like, there's so many bird courses, right? And they always end up being, like, other people's entire degrees, which then when you take those courses, you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> these are not easy courses. I know. Mm-hmm. When people, like, suggest, oh, take the psych course. Like, those psych courses can no, be I, difficult. They're, so hard. They're, they're, like, and then again, like, they're not always suited for everybody. Yeah. Like, somebody could be good at medicinal chemistry while somebody is way more suited for essay writing. And if you've decided to go to university for, like, the wrong reasons or, like, with the wrong intention in mind, then, like, you definitely suffer. Like, mm-hmm. you definitely feel the pressure of, like, yeah. everything coming down on you. Yeah. yeah. I feel like that's why so many people drop out, too. Yeah, yeah. Like, a lot of people drop out. But um, upon reflecting, <laughs> I'm, like, I realized, I'm, like, I actually really, really enjoyed school. And of it's course. not something that I regret. I really liked going through my degree. Um, and I think I did it for me mm-hmm. rather than my parents because if I really did it for my parents, I would have been enrolled in engineering, okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's You know true. what I mean? Yeah. Okay. But me and Lydia both kind of took more non-traditional, not like, yeah, non-traditional mm-hmm. to our family's paths. And mm-hmm. um, like I did poli-sci and sociology. Lydia's doing sociology. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think like in that, so I kind of like, satiated my parents a bit by like going to university oh, okay like i don't know if that that would be something that i would jump into right away maybe i would have wanted to take a year off or mm, something like that no. but at the end of the day i think like i did make that decision for myself i just they steered me in that direction yeah, yeah 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 no i totally feel that and even going back to like the difficulty levels like i was talking about this with dina too like when my parents came to canada i think my mom my mom became a nurse, okay. but she became a nurse, and I think it took her, like, dead ass two months or something. <laughs> yeah. Like, she got, like, a certificate, and then all of a sudden she was a nurse. Oh. Um, because I think the programming to become that was really different. I'm not 100% sure, and that could have been a lie, but it was definitely something that was way – not a year. Like, definitely not a year. Oh, okay. 
it was way shorter and how like and also like tuition would have been way cheaper for her um, yeah. and so it's just it's just a different system but they don't understand that mm. like they oh i'll be in my room like studying for hours when you're a full-time student it's it is what it is. It's full time. Like you yeah. wake up in the morning, you think about school. Mm-hmm. You go to bed at night thinking about all the things you're going to have to do tomorrow for school. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we had different experiences. I like <laughs> literally school. wake up, like literally every day <laughs> between September to April, yeah. I think about school. But yeah. yeah Lydia, yeah. you're very hardworking. Thank you. I would be the type that like I wouldn't go to class and then I would just be like, yeah, well, I'm going to write this essay, and then I'd write it in a night, and then I'd be like, oh, I have an exam tomorrow, I'll study. I mean, I wish I was like that. Like, it's just hard because I don't want to say my brain is, like, is it meant for modern-day academia, but it's just, like, it is so hard for me to process certain things. Mm. Um, so my parents would, like, see that, and they'd be like, what's up? Like, like, why are you taking forever? My mom would always be like, why are you killing yourself? But if I don't <laughs> kill myself, you're going to be fucking pissed yeah. that I, like, got a bad grade or that I'm not exactly. passing these classes. Mm, okay, yeah. wait, I have a question for you guys. Do your parents still, like, ask to see your grades in, like, university? Oh, no. Like, Do you just tell them voluntarily? <laughs> no, I no. don't even tell them. <laughs> okay, so, like, in first year, my mom was, like, trying to be really, really diligent on it. She, like, kept asking. She kept asking. And, like, admittedly, my grades definitely slipped in first year compared yeah. to, like, when I was coming in from high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, I mean, like, that was expected. But I couldn't handle that. So I was like, no, no, no. You're not seeing any grades in university. To this day, I've never shown her a single grade. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever shown like, my parents. I know people, like, their parents actually, like, they want to see their grades throughout university. I'm like... Yeah. No, like this is hard. Like yeah. a seventy in university is a ninety in high school. Okay, truly. Like yeah. it, this doesn't translate. It's yeah, no, no. But yeah, I think I showed my parents when I was in first year because I'm like, oh my god, I'm so smart. <laughs> and then I got to second year and I'm like, yeah, my grades are not the same now. Yeah, I see. Yeah. Yeah. How'd you guys break out of the like doctor, engineer, lawyer mold? <sighs> I always said I was gonna go to law school. Oh, I feel like that's how so you lied lo- to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I did consider it. Okay. Um, my dad still thinks I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm like, buddy. I don't know how to break it to him. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Eventually. I don't think he, like, I, I don't know. It's hard to, like, describe what you're doing in school to your parents when they don't understand what you're doing in school. You know what that's I mean? That's so true. Like, mm-hmm. my parents, that's why I don't show my grades to my parents. Because mm-hmm. I find that even if I told them, I don't know if they actually, like, I did good. Like, they don't know really what that means. They're just like, yeah, you did good. Yeah. Like, if you're passing and you're, like, going along with everything, then you're doing good. Oh, yeah. okay. And I think sometimes, like, immigrants will hear, like, political science, and they think I'm in science, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm I don't screaming. know how to break it to you, baby. Like, <laughs> I'm in social science. Or, like, I'll say political science, and they'll be like, oh, you're going to be in the government. Okay, good. I'm like, it's <laughs> not how this works like there's i think there's just a very big lack of understanding of how like the schooling system actually works and yeah. how yeah like university isn't obviously the same as it used to be exactly yeah. yeah and it's not the same as it is where like our parents came from exactly like, you know what i was I just mean? gonna say like is it like kind of our fault for not telling them like i don't know i like me personally i've never really sat my mom down to be like hey like here doing school here is like way different than doing it in pakistan or like yeah. anything like that and my mom is like a lot more well-versed in that because she actually did attend school here as well yeah but then she attended school like 20 years back so yeah. like even still like school 20 years ago versus school now are like very different mm-hmm. like it's harder to do almost any of like the really like straight out of school jobs anymore it's like difficult to get into med school mm-hmm. become a nurse like the job market's trash for all of these things too so like so, true. so like in all honesty like 
I don't know, did we fail our parents at some point, like, trying to explain that? No, or? I, yeah, and that's exactly my point. It's mm. just, like, they came to Canada, they did whatever to mm. survive, and they're doing great. Like, I could I could honestly say, like, most immigrant parents that I know, or, like, my friends' parents, are doing literally phenomenal from they where they come so from. Well. They're oh my so God. hardworking. It's literally messed up. Uh, yeah. But the issue is, is, like, so the issue is they look at me and they're like, so why aren't you doing even better? Mm-hmm. But it's just like you don't want to. I live in a different country mm-hmm. than when you came to Canada. Like, it is a different world. Yeah. yeah. Like, they don't so know. True. Yeah, it's just like there's so much. Like, just the other day I was explaining to my mom that now I'm in a position where I have a social media job for okay. Western, actually. Oh, cool. Um, and I was explaining this to my mom and she was like, that's a job. Like, she just like, didn't <laughs> understand. Like, she was like, this is so stupid. Like, you <laughs> put photos on Instagram and that's your job. And I'm like, but you don't understand because this is like marketing. Like, I have to really search into this. Like, it takes its pressure to, like, yeah. be posting this and, like, I want it to look good. Mm-hmm. Anyways, so... It's just hard for them to understand, I think. Yeah. And I've been in positions where I've tried to explain to them. Like, for example, like university, like I can't just like go to class, read my books and have like, I don't know, and not and just pass. Like mm-hmm. some people yeah. do the most like I am and we don't, we can barely pass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So true. yeah. And I also always, like I always think about like, like, are we that much different? Like, are we that much weaker than our parents? Like, I always think about that because mm-hmm. I think about like what my parents went through and like my mom came to Canada when she was 19 Mm -hmm. as a refugee and I'm like I am 21 and I'm still scared to move out I'm just like what is what is the fundamental difference between us like I can't or like she had a child at 26 like I can't imagine that for myself yeah like all these things where I'm like are we that much like are we that different from them or is it just like the times the way yeah and the way that we grew up you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I think it is definitely the times have changed, but also I was having a conversation with someone and she was saying how she still always feels so bad about um, her life being so easy compared to her parents. Mm. But it's just like her parents and all of our parents didn't choose to struggle. Yeah. And if they could choose not to, they wouldn't have. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, for example, all of our parents escaping like their country for various mm. reasons and in difficult like seasons yeah. of their lives. It's like they didn't have a choice. Yeah, exactly. You know, us moving out of our family's home. Mm. Like it's, 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 it's a choice. It's, it's a, a choice. choice. Like, That's why I try not. I'm just like, nah. Like, <laughs> if I ask my mom like if you could have she's like i would have stayed with grandma now like i would have never oh. left. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah oh, so okay. funny. but like yeah because everyone a lot of people make the the um argument that like our generation is lazy or they're sensitive or they're you know like all those things and it's like is that actually true or is it just mm-hmm. that the times have shifted and we're becoming more i don't know well, okay, the advent of technology, even between, like, 2000 to, like, now is crazy. Like, That's true. So, we have it, quote-unquote, easier than mm-hmm. our parents ever did. Like, I haven't ever lived in a house that didn't have air conditioning. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so, like, you just have to take these things into consideration. And, like, you're right. Like, we did have it easier. But we have, like, a whole new level of struggles that, like, we deal with. And That's they had true. no idea about. Yeah. And, like even still like mental health as it pertains to like immigrants and stuff like that i'm sure a vast majority of immigrants have like ptsd or mm-hmm. have had like severe anxiety or suicidal thoughts all of these like intense emotions mm-hmm. but because of like the culture that they came from and like the times that they were in like the stuff was just kind of like okay we're gonna package it up put it away we have to go to work right now yeah and like for us we don't have like 
I don't know if we don't have the luxury to do that or if we do have the luxury to take that second and be like, okay, I'm feeling a lot of things right now, you know? But then also, it's like all of that trauma didn't just end with them. It came, it like, it's transmuted through your childhood yeah. and all those, like, you know, generational trauma is a real thing and, it, and I think, I don't know, I think that, yes, we're dealing with our own stuff, but then we're also dealing with things that were, exactly, yeah. were given like yeah, down. and that's why I saw this meme on Twitter, very on brand for a retweet, but it was <laughs> somewhat, it was like a kid holding a, it was a joke, but it was mm-hmm. a kid holding like a weight, mm-hmm. and it was like being an immigrant child, like being a marriage counselor, being like someone who helps them with their finances, someone who's like a student, someone who wants to be a good friend, someone who wants to be a good sibling, people who are like the oldest siblings, they're like parents themselves, yeah. so it's like... Yeah. I think that immigrant parents are so admirable. When I see them, it's, like, such an incredible thing. But truly, like, immigrant children do not get the credit no. <laughs> they deserve. Like, That's true. it's so freak. I can't I can't describe it to someone who hasn't been through it. Like, it's mm-hmm. so hard going home and being in a different environment and a different cultural need or c- cultural wants than, like, li- leaving and, like, going to school. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. so true. Like, especially when you're a young kid. Especially when you're growing up. Yeah. It's so confusing. It's yeah. so confusing because, yeah. like, on a really, sm- like, a small example, I guess. So, in my family, everyone kind of just, like, speaks over each other. Okay, <laughs> Everyone yeah. speaks over each other and we also, like, when you eat injera, you just, like, have a huge plate and everyone, like, shares food. Mm-hmm, yeah. So this is the way it is in my house. Mm-hmm. I go to school. My teacher is speaking to me or my friends are te- speaking to me, and maybe I'm speaking over them because that's what I know at home. Oh I'm sharing God, yeah. food because that's what I know at home. Now I'm getting yelled at. I'm getting in trouble. I'm getting policed for things that I actually don't know are wrong. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, I'm between two cultures, and they're teaching me two different things, and I have to just behave and learn how to code switch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, I didn't even like. It's like really that was that was good. <laughs> Thank you, and it's like it's so hard, yeah. and that's just like one example. I'm sure like other cultures oh, have different sure, yeah. examples, and it's like you're told that your cultural behavior, your home behavior, is wrong, mm. and you're getting policed to be assimilated in this different culture while yeah. you're trying to grow up and I teach know. your parents. It's so hard. That's why I think it's so important to have like cousins near your age mm-hmm. or like mm-hmm. friends of the same yeah. culture or whatever it may be because it definitely helps because you can like make jokes about it and like whatever so i don't know like being an immigrant child is so much more than like not being able to go sleepovers no it's like so, it's so, much, so more. much more it's oh so much goodness. more than that and like yeah. the memes are funny and everything i'm like okay yeah i relate but like it's actually a lot deeper mm. if you think about it and you brought up the point about like uh transgenerational trauma like that literally fuels into like your expectations as a kid for them Mm -hmm. because they're like okay i did this i did all this and like i did as much as i could for you Mm -hmm. like and then and most of like um like eastern cultures per se like they kind of are a lot more collectivist compared to uh north american cultures so like for them it's like we feed all of that back into us while we're being raised in a complete opposite place where yeah, like it's true. everybody here is individualistic yes. and so like you when you like talk to your like quote-unquote non-immigrant friends or people yeah. who don't go through the same experience as you they're saying like okay like cool but you don't have to do that for them but exactly. then you get but you get raised in the like house that vine? Like, like that <laughs> no, gets, like, that's it feeds into you it. No, yeah. I'm sorry, that yeah. vine where he's like, This is your space, this is your area, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> like you know yeah. the vibe? Like that's dead ass. Yeah. Like you don't hear like like for the most part, I don't hear my white friends saying like, I need to grow up, I need to go to school, I need to get a good job so I can make money so I can buy this for, house for my for my parents. Yeah. Like there's not that burden of like 
doing everything back, in yeah. your life for your parents for white people i feel like they just are just like yeah i'm just i my parents just want me to be happy and they're just living their unless i'm not gonna say that, that as a generalization like i'm sure everybody has yeah their everyone experience. has their shit but like for the most part i don't really hear that from mm-hmm. non-immigrant children yeah. it's true and i think even the cutoff of seeing your parents as a provider kind of gets shortened when you're a person of color. Like, when you're a person of color or someone who comes from immigrant parents, Mm -hmm. you get to a point where your parents are like, oh, well, you know, I need a little help with this or I need a little help with that. And, you know, your parents don't get to be, mom, dad, can I have money for this? Like, way earlier on. Because it's like a cultural thing. Like, back home, they have kids to take care of them when they're older and to, like, tend to the land and shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that yeah. is yeah. fucking land. That is your purpose. And that's why, like, <laughs> like my cousins back home, like, like or, like, my aunts and uncles will have, like, six kids. Whereas here, my mom's like, nah, you two are enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's so different. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. My my I, I feel like my parents are, like, very modern immigrant. Like, at least my mom is a very, like, modern immigrant parent. Oh, yeah, because, yeah. It's usually the mom, so. Yeah. yeah it's like, usually the mom. It's usually the mom. My, my, my mom gets me. My dad, I I don't know, man. Me and him. <laughs> gender stuff on, on the podcast. Podcast. but yeah. yeah like my mom i think my, like my both my parents came fairly young my mom was okay. only 19 though mm. so she very much like was able to assimilate into this culture but at the same time i was raised in a very like we're habisha like this is this yeah you know mm-hmm. what i mean so i mean i think i got like i think i got it a little easier than other people in the community but mm. yeah mm. it's crazy it's for so sure. insane for sure and I always, I'm always glad to see immigrant children kind of come together because I think that they can all sympathize with that. Oh my god! Yeah, um, yes. That type of like behavior at home because mm-hmm. it creates such a safe space. True. Yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's so true, and I think like a lot of people talk about like the toxic parenting styles from like immigrants and stuff like that. But I feel like there's a lot of good that came out of the oh, way that sure. I was yeah. raised. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely instilled a sense of hard work. Like my mom and my dad are very, very hardworking. Like mm-hmm. these people came to Canada with nothing. Exactly. And yeah. they really built themselves up and they are living very com- like they're living comfortably and, and everything like that. And they were able to provide us with everything that we wanted. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing that I learned. I also learned a lot um, about taking accountability for my actions, which is what oh, me and Lydia nice. did. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you did that, if you broke that, like, I'm sorry, you did it. Like, you Your will parents will yell at you and you'll just sit there and take it in. Oh, there's like, no yeah. buts. Yeah. Yes, there's mom, an, I did it. There's no feelings like, I'm sorry, honey, how do you feel about that? No, 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 you did it's that. It's not your yeah. fault. No, it's your fault. Yeah. yeah. It's your fault. Man, my, if I were broke anything, I had to put it back together. Like, in my house. <laughs> like, like, they gave so him the glue. Like, 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 they would hand it to me. And, I, man, I'm like six. I don't know what to do with this. Yeah, man. You know what I got? I mean, this is kind of negative. We're talking about positives. But you want to got hurt. Like, my mom would be like, what? <laughs> oh, my God. Your parents got so mad when you got hurt. Oh, yeah. my God. I'd be you like, coming with this kid me what'd you do yeah <laughs> Mom, like, I'm, sorry. I'm in pain like can you hug me can i go yeah. to the hospital please my arm is dangling yeah yeah, yeah. like oh, getting my stitches my mom's like why'd you do this mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah honestly no it's so true and it did instill like hard work within me mm-hmm. for sure yeah because it's just like when you see when you come from a like a group of people who are just so they had their eyes on the prize and they didn't stop at anything no, yeah. it's so rewarding to come from that yeah, type of yeah for yeah. sure 
Even, like, Adina had a grad party. Okay. <laughs> and, I mean, granted, the grad party was not really for her. It was about her. But oh, okay. <laughs> it, was, okay. it was for my mom. It was mm. for oh, yeah. And the Habesha people. Yeah, and, and, like, the, and the people in the community. Yeah, mm. people in the community. And some people might see that and be like, oh, why would why would they do that? Why, but it's, yeah. like, it's so powerful them to see, like, them come from a country that had nothing. They traveled mm. to see this. This is the bread. This is, like... This is the power of their fruit or the power of their work, right? It's mm-hmm. like, here we are gathered together. Like, this happened. Like, our yeah. children, when we were their age, had nothing. And now they graduated university. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's definitely like, when someone graduates, the whole community celebrates. Yeah. Exactly. They don't even know what you graduated with, but you Please. went to school. I don't even think my parents could tell you my major. They just uh, know I'm not a doctor. My, uh, mom, yeah. my mom knows. I don't know. My dad maybe knows. My dad's <laughs> like, she's going to be a lawyer. <laughs> so funny. Like, Dad, I'm not going to law school. He's like, he's going to be a lawyer. And my mom's like, even today, my mom was like, I can't wait till you have your PhD. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> I'm like, I, like, in the back of my head, I'm like, yes, I actually do want my PhD, but I, I, I don't know. I was like, God willing, you know, we'll mm. see what happens, but mm. I don't know. Yeah. But you're in a major that parents like. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I get, I get that, like, pretty easily off. And so, like, yeah. I joined university to become a doctor, like, oh. so, like, I was, like, kind of, like, so I, I got the little, like, special treatment of, like, hey, like, oh, Mochisaba, he's gonna try to become a doctor, like, he's going for it, and coming from the Pakistani community, you, like, come to learn really fast that a lot of people do end up wanting to do that, mm-hmm. and fortunately enough, like, a lot of people end up succeeding in that, yeah. and so with that, like, I was, like, the black sheep all the way through high school, like, with the Pakistani community. And then, like, the second I got into, like, my program and, like, people knew, like, oh, this is what he wants to do. People started coming up to me again. Wow. People started saying, like, oh, did you, um, like, um, oh, how do you like your program? Like, do you recommend such and such to also do it with you? And I'm, like, <laughs> I don't know who you are anymore. <laughs> like star kid now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, and then you feel that and it becomes, yeah. like, a it's almost unhealthy like For you sure. feel like oh, okay now all the eyes are on me and okay if i don't become a doctor like what happens now i know that's like what thing. happens now like There's, and it's yeah. like hard it's really like any of your pre-med friends if you have them if you don't have them just give them a hug or something Aww. they're going through it man i promise you they're going through it that's so, yeah. no but yeah. I, like a thing that you brought up about being kind of like that star child and mm-hmm. it's like I feel like there's, especially when you're in a community that's like a cultural community, there is no room to fail because whatever you do falls back on your parents. Mm, And I feel like for me, I can go around and be like, I don't care what anyone thinks about me because truly I don't. Mm -hmm. I really don't. But at the same time, I know that whatever I do is going to affect my parents and how they're viewed and all these things Mm -hmm. because you know, like when someone does something that's like out of the norm they become a black sheep in the community and i like it's something that it's like other people don't have to deal with this i know it's so true true. it's so true oh my god that literally blew my mind because (laughs) no it really blew my mind because um like not only am i a train like i grew up like in a pentecostal like christian family okay so like Throughout high school, there were a lot of things. Thanks to Tumblr, I learned about oppression and I learned about sexism and racism and all mm-hmm. these things. Mm-hmm. And there were so Shout many things, Tumblr, yeah. yeah, that were going around in my community and like these groups of people that I just like really, really, really didn't agree with. Mm-hmm. But I kept going to those Sunday services. I kept doing all these things because I was like, I don't want my parents to look bad. Like I don't want to be that girl mm-hmm. that's posted up talking about 
I don't want to get married and women don't need to get married. <laughs> mm, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. now I look bad. My parents really look bad now yeah. because they raised a devil child. <laughs> exactly. The demon kid, you know? Yeah. yeah it's so mm. true. I feel like in non-immigrant children, there's less of this, like, urge to, like you said earlier, please, and to make your parents look good and all these things because it's not necessarily attributed. Like, they are, but, like, it's not to the same degree that your failures or your successes are reflective on, upon your parents. Yeah. To the same degree, at least. Yeah. For sure. It's always just, like, bad parenting, but it's not, like, their parents lose value as yeah, human. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Because when immigrants come here, what is their purpose? To have a family, but then to also make money, send back home, make, um, like, how, like, the American dream or whatever to have a house to have all these things and then mm-hmm. to to get your kids to go to school. Yeah. Whereas if you don't do those things, you're kind of like just a waste. Yeah, like why did you, you do all that all, for what? And you like, wasted all your parents' sacrifice mm-hmm. to just do what? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Going back to like what you said about I don't know one of you said about like bad parenting. Like I get it, but <laughs> honestly, like. I don't think I'd have achieved half the amount of stuff if I didn't have the pressure, you know? That's true. Right? And it sucks because, like, you think, like, you're like, oh, my God, like. Yeah, like, imagine. if I didn't have, like, my mom being like, hey, like, you have to do good in school or else. Like, <laughs> yeah. or, like, do any of that? Like, uh, what motivation did I have? Where's the other 5%? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. 5%ers, No, it's true. Because especially when you're young and you're trying to figure out your own self-love. Mm-hmm. Like, when I was 18 years old, I think, like, to a certain degree, I was, like, in university for me. Mm-hmm. But I didn't know myself very much. And I didn't know if I loved myself to the extent I do now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. would I have gone to university and, like, tried so hard? Maybe not. Because I probably wouldn't have cared too much about where I was going. Mm-hmm. It was like, I care so much about my parents. I need them. Yeah. To be happy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Shout out to like all the immigrant children that just like really didn't do well in school. I know. And oh my god, I'm so like, many. And your dad's like yelling at you to like math learn homework. how to do the math. It's so hard. No, I was that kid. I literally was that kid. Like in high school, I was so bad at math. I'm still so bad at math. It's dumb how bad I am at math. <laughs> and like my dad, before uh, like school would start, there was like, um, I had like these cards where it was like multiple cards mm-hmm. so like the question is on one side and then the answer on the other and he would like always test me and I would always do so bad it was literally stupid how bad I would do and I would go to class and like I would talk to the teacher my dad would put, I even was in Kumon if you were in Kumon oh. like you oh, know it's real basically yeah. it's like an additional school <laughs> that you're supposed to do to help you be better mm-hmm. um, plus I was in French school so that was really hard because my parents barely knew English and I don't know how to speak Tigrinya which is like their train language mm-hmm. I was learning French <laughs> it was just like so much and I was bad at like or I was mediocre or like bad at all these categories Mm -hmm. so I feel for you (laughs) we're trying our best um but Lydia you like you did the damn thing thank you it takes a lot of hard work and it takes a lot of concentration and even though you're not doing as well as maybe some other people like you have to really rank or understand your privilege mm-hmm. so an example of that is like maybe my essays aren't flaky flaky perfect like i can't do an essay overnight but it's also because i didn't go to english school until i yeah. got to university yeah exactly um so that kind of makes more sense so don't i don't know understand where you come from and don't uh don't like disadvantage or like demark yourself points if mm-hmm. you're trying your best yeah because mm-hmm. a lot of immigrant kids like too like 
if you're bilingual, most of them are bilingual at least. Mm-hmm. They speak yeah. like their native language and English. It's hard for you when you're a little kid and you're trying to learn both languages. I know. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, do you speak any other languages at home? And you're like, yeah. And then they put you in ESL. I'm like, Bruh. exactly. English oh, is my really? first language. Dude, I was in ESL and so was my brother. What? Really? And yeah, because like, first of all, we were both born here. Um, English is our first language, but <laughs> they would ask. Um, the school that I went to was a lot of immigrants, mm. so they would ask if we speak any other languages at home. And I said, said yeah, like my parents speak another language to us. Um, and so they put us both in ESL, and I got out of ESL pretty quick because they're like, okay, this girl knows English because mm-hmm. I was I yeah. was I was always really good at like. Um, reading comprehension and writing and stuff. Okay, My cool. brother was in, a, in ESL for the year. <laughs> like, he was <laughs> in ESL. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh my tough. God. It's so like, but it's like, what can you do? Like, But then if a kid, like, I mean, assuming, I'm assuming, I don't know this, guys, but if let's say someone who came from non-immigrant parents who didn't speak bilingual or another language um like did bad at school or like writing or whatever they, they would, would just they would they would be in the same class maybe they would get extra help they or maybe they have ESL. ADHD yeah they would yeah. put them in ESL they would give them Addies yeah they give them all freaking Addies <laughs> I wish I had dude if I had Addies when I was younger it helped so much <laughs> you know what I'm saying though <laughs> Like he's crazy. Yeah, they'd be like, ah, that kid has ADHD. But if it's the immigrant kid, yeah, he's going ESL. I had a kid. There was, I said it in the parenting episode. I'm pretty sure there was a kid in my, like either fourth grade. No, not fourth grade. That's too much. They were four years old, so kindergarten or yeah, like it would have been kindergarten. Kindergarten. Yeah. They like did not know how to speak a word of anything. <laughs> not French, not English, nothing. And they were just like, he needs help. <laughs> that was me. Oh my god, they would have yelled at my parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For they real. were called like child services. Yeah. For but sure, they were just yeah. like, he's just a late bloomer. Like, no, no his parents it, would just it, talk baby to him and then he never never learned. He never learned oh a word of anything. Oh no. <laughs> Like seriously, fuck. What? Yeah, just being four years old and like not knowing a word of anything. I want to save English. Yeah, but it's so crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, but even going back to like, because you were talking about people who are also in med school and how they're freaking Uh, out. Oh, like people who are attempting getting in is like a whole other like world yeah like, but pre-med when you're trying to work when you're trying that, to get yeah. into it like i have uh luckily i have a really great group of friends who like a couple of them are also trying to get into med school and like it's tough like you see it and like you see them stressing out you see them like going in day in day out saying like oh okay this such and such school released their stats like i need to go through every forum that's ever talked about it and let me see what's going on like what kind of like stuff i need to be doing like oh you did research let me see if i should also get research and done and like it's such a weird environment to be in and Mm -hmm. like people are either so willingly to help like willing to help you or they don't help you at all and like yeah. some that's people, the vibe I get from yeah, that's what I get like, from like, like the sciencey people. Like for sure, there's definitely camaraderie between all of us. Like we make fun of like all the social side kids as a gigantic <laughs> group. Love that. Yeah, that's but, true. You know, Thank you. Like, yeah. you know, I mean, it happens. 
but we then know. yeah but then i'm sure you guys also call us a bunch of nerds and no. all kinds of stuff i feel like i feel really? like we don't i feel like we don't we I just feel like the only people that are pressed about what what major you are in is the people in science really and like, yeah mm-hmm. you guys like, are so don't care yeah because we're the reason why social science doesn't care because we're all like oh my god this is because of oppression this is because <laughs> capitalism <laughs> like uh, we understand yes. yeah, we're like okay yeah. the psychology of this made okay you, you guys don't get it yet but you will yeah, <laughs> yeah but i feel like people who are either in med school or like trying to be in med school mm-hmm. people were like in bmos or BMOS things like that even. you guys are just type a people everyone is your fucking enemy and i don't like that energy <laughs> i don't like that energy yeah i don't know like i <laughs> <laughs> like coming for his people no 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 because no. like yes one thousand percent you'll meet the keeners you'll meet the people who are cutthroat with it all and then, like, you meet, like, your group of people who might be like that to other people, but they're not to you. Okay. So, okay. like, you find, like, your little bubbles in it, and then you see them go through all types of hell just trying to, like, see if they compare. Because, like, at the end of the day, trying to get into med school, dental school, law school, all of these things, it's, like, a weird way you have to compare yourself with mm-hmm. the rest of the class that just came in and how you compare yourself with the class that you're in. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you are always comparing yourself and all that. And then, like you get stuck and you just keep going down this hole like okay am i good enough am i doing enough am i doing enough am i doing enough mm-hmm. and then like you're stuck and because now you don't even know what you did anymore mm-hmm. so yeah you know what i always wonder yeah. <laughs> yo that's a good point because i was just thinking about the idea of comparison because arguably like in social science i don't know if there's that much comparison um because people kind of understand your background and why you're doing certain things but i always wonder like maybe my parents worked so hard and were so focused on working so hard because they didn't compare themselves that much. I don't know if that's true. We would but have I, to ask they them. They probably did compare themselves to, like, other immigrants yeah. or, like, other people in their community because oh, that's the sure, thing. Yeah. Like, that is their community. The mm-hmm. thing is about university is, like, this is our community for right now. Yeah, yeah that you is know what true. I mean? So that's, yeah. that's probably why we're doing that comparison. Yeah. Yeah. But even, like, thinking, like, I'm, you know those, like, Twitter posts where it's, this girl, she's like 19, married with the big house, but what are you doing kind of idea? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. T- arguably, like, because of social media, we definitely have a lot more to compare ourselves to. Like, People not that I know, am a yeah. musician, but like, Billie Eilish is what, like 18 or something? That's kind of mm, crazy that yeah. she's that famous at 18. Mm. Most people that I'm following on social media now are like actually successful and are 21. Dude, yeah. Emma Chamberlain is like 17. And she was like on a spread of a magazine. Like, she is famous like she, she is, is successful famous and rich for mm. basically just having fun i guess but like yeah. she did it in a very smart way and she is successful and you know we're not so yeah. <laughs> and we're not you graduated so i yeah I, 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 know. You know? I feel like to me it's so weird like it doesn't feel like anything oh really it's very weird That's i don't know if it's fun. hit me yet <laughs> i'm just like i have a degree cool That's crazy. Anyways, mm. On row, right. on row. Because I just feel like it's probably just because undergrads are so passe. Like, yeah. it's like, whatever. You, have to get you got your undergrad, okay. I have to go get my master's, mm. and then I'll feel like I, I'm i like... You accomplish something. Yeah. Even mm. though that's such a bad mentality exactly. to have. When you graduate university, good job. I'm sorry to if I'm, like, making that seem so blase, but, like, it's, it's a big deal. It's just, like, for me, it's hard to feel that. Mm. But... People fail to, like, even mention sometimes that, like, okay, we all came from a high school where, like, a certain amount of the kids went to a university, and, like, from them, we're all here. Like, you mm-hmm. know, like, all those quote-unquote smart kids from your high school? Yeah. They're in a university. So you're getting compared to, like, literally all the smart kids 
ever. Yeah. <laughs> in one place. True. And, like, that's where, like, people forget, like, there's a dra- the, the grade drops. And, like, it does get harder because you're stretching, like, such a small population across such a wide range. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're doing bad in school, I feel for you. I've been there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got this. Seriously. And honestly, like, I don't want to belittle how difficult university is because it's difficult no matter what faculty you're in. Mm-hmm. Because I think the thing about university across all faculties oh sorry faculties is that it it fosters critical thinking a hundred percent and it makes you think Mm -hmm. in a completely different way than you did in high school and you're not going to get by if all you do is memorize stuff because that's not like that's not the purpose of this institution so i think you do gain you can get a degree with getting like 55s and 60s but if you want to make the most out of your experience definitely like there's real skills that you're gonna learn here mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. they won't translate into you getting employment but mm-hmm. or even finishing the degree or even, yeah, <laughs> yeah but like, you might start and realize like what the fuck like this is not for me mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's so true this is turning into like university episode part two but yeah, yeah. <sighs> no but it's so true it's and like hard there's so many things that you learn about yourself in university and i think especially as immigrant children mm-hmm. A lot of times you enter these spaces and it gets really serious. Like all those jokes when you were in high school about like, when you are you gonna be a doctor? When are you gonna get married? Oh, like all these things no, become no. like serious. Yeah, like there's a timeline now. Like you have to fit the mold. Yeah, you, know? you have to have a plan, and that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm going back to school in September. <laughs> I'm doing. Let them update them. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm doing a postgraduate diploma for now, um, in nonprofit management. Because I failed to apply to my master's on time. So I'm going to apply next year. But I, the thought of me, like, not being in school for a year was just, like, crazy. Because I knew I was going to get those questions, like, what are you doing? Uh, like, what are you doing this year? Especially when you have a grad party and everyone's like, congratulations. But, like, what are you going to do next? Oh, uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So I um, hate that question. You don't even have time to celebrate the degree. They're like, yeah. so what are you going to do next at the party? I hate the yeah. next question, man. Oh, my yeah. God. And so I'm like, okay, I do. I do I, do want to do this diploma because I think it'll look good on my resume to have another credential and everything but at the same time I'm like if I didn't have this like internalized pressure on myself would I have gone to school and paid like another eight thousand dollars for another year of tuition Mm -hmm, and then yeah you know just because I'm scared to not be in school and not have a plan and just like be working it's real you know yeah and it's hard because arguably like we do have to make plans we have to like fight to make it wherever it is but I think what makes this space like so much harder is that I think a lot of immigrant children or people in general are just like in this side of the world are also fighting to make it make sense Mm -hmm. so like going through questions of like spiritual questions going through questions of like who am I going through questions of like who do I want to love and who what's my identity Mm -hmm. I think is intertwined with your major a lot of times Mm -hmm. and Unfortunately, that's kind of like that's not the luxury that my parents were able to do. My parents like got a job for monetary reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they didn't do it because they were like, "I love this, yeah. and this is who I am." Like, mm-hmm. I did sociology because I felt like I read the material and I was like, "This is who I am. Like, this mm-hmm. is what I identify with." Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm so blessed to have done that. Mm-hmm. But it almost makes things a little bit more complicated. Not that I want that taken away. Yeah. But it's just like <laughs> being in university, trying to figure out who you are, constantly changing. It is so draining. While you're, I'm also trying to make it to the goal that exactly. I don't actually have. Exactly. Yeah. 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 That is so true. Parental goals are very real. Like they want you, and like they come from such a pure place. I like know. that's the problem. Like it's such a pure. Like okay, I want you to be financially stable. 
I want you to have a family so you can like have people to go back to and I want you to just like be okay because but they... it, but do you think it is like completely from a good place like I think it is for the most part but I think <laughs> oh, really? the real wanting okay but I think the wanting that you to be specifically like a lawyer a doctor a this a that is a very like contrived image that they want their family to have in my opinion because I think <laughs> okay. there's a lot of things you can do to be financially stable of course, yeah like it's but your parents don't want you to do that like you know what I mean like arguably <laughs> but, <laughs> a lot but, of drug dealers are pretty funny yeah. stable, <laughs> but it's like they don't want exactly. you to do that exactly so i think some for some things it's like it's part of an image to be like yeah like my son's a doctor yeah yeah it's like, respectable yeah like i'm it's for, a respectable like, profession yeah. exactly for sure like you definitely have to deal with like oh those molds right exactly but i don't know i think like those molds exist like, they because have, they have, yeah they have pure intentions for yeah. they also know like those, those things are, are never going out of business exactly. right that's that's the one thing <laughs> yeah. i always hear that's the one thing i always hear from my mom is like okay or like my family in general is like okay people will always be getting sick like people mm. will always be getting sick no matter what like people will get old people will die like there's people that need to be there for that mm. and so like i don't know if like the whole doctor dream was instilled for respect or it was for like financial reasons respect prestige mm-hmm. or like just because they wanted financial security for that's me that's true so like it's like that's the problem with being like in the position that some of us are in it becomes so intertwined with like it's... person of self like what you're gonna do for your family mm-hmm. because like i love my culture i love being pakistani yeah. i love it to my core i love my south asian traditions and everything mm-hmm. and sometimes with that it means you have to be like the collectivist in the individualistic society mm-hmm. and like i don't want to let that go i want to be able to provide for my family yeah. i want to be able to give back to my mom like she's done the world and back for me so mm-hmm. and i think it's so yeah. weird when it's like we live in two worlds for for you know for our whole lives and it's hard to balance the the idea of mm-hmm. wanting to give it back to your parents and to like you know, this this forever being indebted to your parents for mm-hmm. all of the sacrifices yeah. they made for you. But then also in your other ear, it's like this Western, like, um, like very forward thinking where they're like, you know what? You don't owe your parents anything or like, like that was the job. or they like you can cut your thing. parents off. It's fine. Like things like that <laughs> yeah. where it's like it's normal to cut your like I don't even talk to my mom. Like Ooh. she was just, you know, like, you know what I mean? No, it's so true. I think especially right now where people are like, oh, I haven't talked to my mom in two years. I'm like, what? Like, I'm sorry, that woman is everything to me. I will die for her. Like, I I, I can never, like, no. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially as we're, like, trying to figure out what self-love is, I think right now, like, it's something that we're all trying to understand. We Mm -hmm. all understand that it's important. But Mm -hmm. to define what self-love is exactly what that means, Mm -hmm. I think that we don't really have a specific clear idea because mm-hmm. you know to some people that's like i had a toxic family and i need to cut them off yeah. but what yeah. is a toxic family like some people don't know what that exactly, is exactly yeah um and, and arguably a lot of your families are probably toxic, are toxic yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. like the idea of cutting off your family like mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. that's just yeah. like not realistic yeah so yeah it's really hard because like for some people cutting off your family is now cutting off your culture like Mm -hmm. exactly for a lot of people it is yeah like like i don't know like i'm very confident in my like pakistani culture Mm -hmm. but i don't know if i could do it without my family and all the other people that i know and if i were to like happenstance like cut my family off 
that culture doesn't accept me anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know if, like, a lot of people find themselves in that situation. Mm-hmm. Like, fortunately for me, I don't think I'd ever, like, I think my mom, like, as many jokes as we make, like, I think my mom's pretty chill. My dad's mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> my, like, sisters are all dope as well. So, like, that I find, like, that okay. But I definitely feel like people feel that when you cut off your family like ties like you cut off your culture mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that's a hard decision to make sometimes yeah. it is and like of course we're talking from like a university like major career mm-hmm. like supporting your family economically standpoint but now that i'm thinking about it like i do to a certain degree make the cut when because i did go to university um but i'm also even thinking about like people who might have to cut their family off or they get cut off because of their gender identity or because of who they like it's so because i was like that's not even really a choice for them like it's like imagine risking i mean who what you choose to do in life career-wise will affect your mental health regardless Mm -hmm. but imagine not being able to just like love yourself or love the person or like love your partner Mm -hmm. um at risk of losing your family. Yeah, the uh, ultimatum that's provided to a lot of first-generation kids cause, because, like, we go, okay, so, like, I definitely had a crush on a white girl, like, in the past, <laughs> okay? In, in, the past. The past. Okay, yeah. in the past. In the past. In the past. Okay. In the past. If you're, if you, I saw this tweet and it was like, if you're past the age of seventeen, you still like white girls grow up. <laughs> I was like, oh, you're no. so right. But anyways. Okay. Anyways, so like, like. I knew even when I was developing these very juvenile feelings for this girl, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, if I was caught even like texting this girl for like a long time at night, my family is going to disown me. <laughs> like, but I was a young kid. So like, that's what you escalated to. You just think like, okay, like it's either this or like the entire family. And then you think in your head, you're like, oh my God, is this white girl really worth it to me? Like, am I good? <laughs> and then, and then you just kind of like live with that and you like, I totally, like, said, hey, sorry, my family will kill me, and then never talk to her again. Oh, that's so cute, but that's kind of sad. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, that is kind of sad. So, like, like, you're right. I love your family. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But it's just interesting, because, like, that was... This is coming from, like, a very cis, heteronormative, like, oh, I'm brown, she happened to be, like, white. And, like, that was it. That was it. Now there's people who are, like, trans, asexual, bisexual, gay, lesbian, all, like, an entire assortment of things. Mm -hmm. And, like, unfortunately, like, immigrant families are not really all that equipped to deal with it sometimes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. That is very true. That's a good point. No, it's, like, it's so sad because I think about, like, if you go to whatever, like, gathering, you look around the room, you think all these people are straight. (laughs) Like, come on now. Like, (laughs) come on on now. Some of, some, yeah. The odds, the odds just don't present themselves like that. Like, statistically, somebody's got to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) It's okay. Life will go on. I'm spilling tea today. (laughs) Not everyone's parents are straight. (laughs) Um, um, but I was going to ask, because you, like, I would assume you moved away to come to university? Like your Actually, so my family moved with me, and so I okay. went to high school here, That's so funny. and then I went to university, like, so I'm from London, okay. so I've been in London for seven years now. Okay. Oh, my God. I was going to ask, I'm like, how was it, like, moving away for school, but, like, uh, you didn't, didn't move away? I didn't move away. I didn't move away. That's the, the family moved with you. Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. That's something my I mom feel would like, do. Yeah, my mom would be like, okay, well, I guess we're all moving there. Yeah. My mom has actually honestly said, like, you should move to um, Toronto so I, I can buy a condo there. My mm. mom has literally said the same thing to me. I'm oh, like, my God. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> like pay my rent <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. but like so, i think like some immigrant um families do not i don't want to say they coddle their kids but like they will let their kids just like live at home oh forever for, like, ever. ever and my mom is not like that like that is the one thing of like being like more of a, an assimilated parent that she's taken. She's like, mm-hmm. if you're not in school or you're not working, you need to get out or you need to pay rent. Interesting. No, my mom oh. is like that. And I'm like, you want me to move out? She's like, yes. <laughs> I'm so like, funny. you don't want me to like live with you forever? Like every other immigrant mom? And she's like, no. Interesting. <laughs> you need to leave. Yeah. And like, but everyone else, it's like their moms will let them live there forever. Like, like ever. I always have a space. Like, yeah, forever. <laughs> not forever. My mom, like, genuinely in her mind, does not understand why I would move out if I'm not married. If oh I'm not God. married, it's just like, what was the reason? Like, <laughs> why did you move out? Like, what was the purpose of this? Yeah, unless you move away for like school. Yeah, that's and, like, true. A lot of immigrant children, that's like their they, first they time love, like, tasting freedom. Oh uh-huh, yeah. They're like, I want to move as far away from home as possible Mm -hmm. yeah and you know unfortunately that wasn't the case for me but so are you like how far are you guys away from like home then right now oh we both live at home with with my mom mom. yeah yeah we're both from London. we're besties me my mommy besties (laughs) my mommy yeah yeah Mm. we're very i don't know i think it sheltered us in some ways but you know, we'll get out there eventually. eventually. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. We'll be in the yeah. real world. No, it's so funny. My mom, she'll always, she'll always just tell me, like, as soon as you get married, I would love for you to move out. But until then. You should just stay here. Yeah. But then it's like there's so much pressure to get married. Now that I'm reaching almost graduation, so I have one more year left. Um, recently, my family from America came to visit me, like, during the summer. And um, there were... Like, okay, seriously, lady, like, I know we're joking, but, like, when are you going to get married? And I was like, are you actually messed up? And it's kind of sad because if you're someone who doesn't connect to people really easily, it's, like, hard Mm -hmm. to, like, it's not hard to hear that, but it's just like, come on, man. Like, you think I just don't want to get married? Like, you think I just, like, (laughs) don't want to date anyone right now? You think I'm single by choice? Like, come on now. And... Like, a part of me, like, I do want to get married because I want to get married and I'd hope to find a partner. Mm-hmm. But also part of me is, like, if I don't get married, my mom is going to be so sad. Oh. And I feel like a part of that is the expectation, like, trying to repay her. Like, I think that, like, me not getting married is truly, like, the biggest diss. Oh, really? I don't know if that's, like, uh. just my parent thing or, like, it's just, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, it's my mom thing. Yeah. But, like, truly not getting married would be, like, the worst. Like, it'd be worse then I think not graduating university. Like, on God. Oh, Yeah, wow. I think you're right. Interesting. Like, yeah. Like, I think you're right. Especially if, like, you... Even if you don't go to school and you are able to, like, get some type of, quote-unquote, respectable work for yourself and then, like, support your family because that's the whole purpose of university. Of mm-hmm. university yeah, yeah, allegedly, yeah. Then I feel like they'd be fine with it. But not getting married is... T- Sometimes I like say it to my mom as a joke, and she like Doesn't you know how your moms like they actually they take like take it like my mom's like God forbid type oh. of like, <laughs> but like in like but in Tigrinya, it's like yes. yeah it's like so much more dramatic. Oh. It's it's she it's like she's gonna cry. I'm like girl, it's okay. Or sometimes I'll be like yeah, like I don't even want kids. The oh, way this woman <laughs> will cry if I don't have children and if I don't get married. And it's hard because it's like I signed up for university and that was kind of that was for me personally an attainable goal. Like mm. it was an attainable goal to graduate university. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the program that I chose. So mm. thank God. Mm. Um, I don't know if it would have been an attainable goal if I chose biology, but <laughs> but like at least I could do that. Mm-hmm. Getting married is one of those things where it's like 
unless I literally just settled like settled for anyone. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I can't just there is no four year plan. There is no like this is the curriculum. Please fill out A B C. Like you know it's like mm-hmm. I I wish I could just do it for you, but I can't. Yeah, yeah it's mm-hmm. so true. I think the main point of this podcast is that it is so difficult to separate what you want from what your parents want for you Mm -hmm. and part of it is just like how you grew up and what you learned to be um a normative life path but then part of it is obviously the expectations that your parents have for you and then also the the pressures you put on yourself oh for sure you know what i mean so i think it's a combination of everything um this was a good episode i feel like we, we gotta wrap it up we oh, did, but <laughs> I was having so Sad? much fun. Yeah. <laughs> no, Mood, we're having you back. Are you crazy? Oh, yeah, I love back. repeat guests because mm-hmm. some people just do really well on the mic, and you're one of them. Oh, yeah, Mood is an Aquarius, so um, positive vibes. Doing his own podcast. I'm <laughs> speaking it into existence. Yeah, um, Mood is a podcast. Yeah, Mood is actually a Gemini Moon, Libra Rising, and an Aquarius. Yep. Perfect. Yeah. If anyone wanted to know his um, air, yeah. <laughs> If you felt like he was really chill, is this podcast? And that's because he's all air. He's all air. All Yeah. Anyways, we will link Muja's um, Instagram page. Oh, thank you, guys. And I'll be. Yeah. <laughs> if you have anything you want to say. Yeah. Well, as I've been a fan of you guys for a very long time now. I've been listening for a very long Don't time. Don't say fan. Just a listener. So, you know, just a listener. <laughs> just a listener. We're shy. Yeah. Really shy. Yeah. yeah. So, um, um, thankfully for you guys to have me on here, and no I'd love to Thank come back. Thank you. Oh, literally, oh my god, we actually suggested this topic. So honestly, this mm. is basically his podcast, and yeah. we're just like facilitating. Perfect. We were the guests. <laughs> we were the guests. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, follow us on Instagram, please. Please, for <laughs> the deal of God, give us I'm Instagram clout. <laughs> um, yeah. Thank yes. God that's all we care about we just want to be ig hosts honestly yeah i'm not gonna plug any other social other than the instagram because everything else is on the instagram we oh. do have a youtube but like the link is on our instagram so you gotta go check on the it instagram. out just go on the instagram but mm-hmm. yeah you can also search retweet podcast on youtube on soundcloud on spotify apple podcasts everywhere actually not everywhere but we're working on it we're working on it and also it's actually really important that you follow the instagram because we'll bake stories where we clarify like certain terms Mm. um and like if there's something that we want to clarify like it'll be on the story so just make sure to follow us on the instagram like the instagram's lit we don't even post that much but like when we do it's it's good content it's good content Mm, it's not gonna annoy you yeah Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.